Hey, and welcome to Epistle, a devotional podcast that goes through the New Testament one book at a time. We're starting off in verse 24 of Acts chapter 10 today. They arrived in Caesarea the following day. Cornelius was waiting for them and had called together his relatives and close friends. As Peter entered his home, Cornelius fell at his feet and worshipped him. But Peter pulled him up and said, Stand up! I'm a human being just like you. So they talked together and went inside where many others were assembled. Peter told them, You know it is against our laws for a Jewish man to enter a Gentile home like this or to associate with you. But God has shown me that I should no longer think of anyone as impure or unclean. So I came without objection as soon as I was sent for. Now tell me why you sent for me. Cornelius replied, Four days ago I was praying in my house about this same time, three o'clock in the afternoon. Suddenly a man in dazzling clothes was standing in front of me. He said, Cornelius, your prayer has been heard, and your gifts to the poor have been noticed by God. Now send messengers to Joppa and summon a man named Simon Peter. He is staying in the home of Simon, a tanner who lives near the seashore. So I sent for you at once, and it was good of you to come. Now we are all here waiting before God to hear the message the Lord has given you. Peter is clearly still thinking about his rooftop vision uh, from the day before as he enters the house of Cornelius. And we see uh, in the next chapter, as you read ahead, that he has taken six of his uh, fellow believers with him. And to his credit, uh, he does this. I think that this serves as a witness. Uh, They can serve as a witness for what is about to take place. And they're also along to kind of learn about what's going to happen here with this encounter with Cornelius. Uh, So Peter very wisely grabs uh, some people to come along and help him and to bear witness with what is taking place, uh, because I think he's anticipating a little bit of crossfire here from his fellow Jews that are believers, uh, wondering what he's doing and and why he's uh, breaking these laws and traditions that have been set before him. But Cornelius has not wasted time as Peter uh, has been summoned uh, in the time that has uh, elapsed between Peter his, his own vision and Peter coming, he's assembled not only his household, uh, but his family and his friends. And once he sees Peter, we can kind of understand his reaction here. Uh, we can understand uh, the humility and the stance that he takes when he bows down to Peter as he enters his household, because this is one who's been revealed to him in a vision, so he must be extra human, uh, to say the least. But very respectfully, Peter tells him to stand up and he shares his attitudes. You know, I'm breaking uh, all sorts of laws and traditions by coming here. Jews aren't even supposed to associate uh, with Gentiles, but God has been uh, telling me otherwise. And he's, like I said, he's been clearly thinking about this vision that he's had on the uh, the roof of Simon the Tanner back in Joppa. And uh, very respectfully, he Uh, asks what's going on, and he gets the full story from Cornelius. And Cornelius invites Peter to share this message that Peter has to give. Uh, And the message that Peter gives is not some sort of special revelation that he's pulled out of a hat. Uh, It's not even a message about what he's been meditating on, although that is certainly incorporated into it, as Peter then fully realizes and proclaims what God has been teaching him through his own vision. But the message that he shares isn't even a message on how Cornelius can better please God through moral actions and charitable works in his community. Peter proclaims the gospel to them. 
And uh, you can question why Peter, why not some other disciple, why not somebody who's closer. But Peter is certainly called uh, to task uh, to come and proclaim this message, and he does. Uh, He comes and proclaims the gospel to them, not some uh, other special revelation or some secret thing that he's made up on the spot, but he tells them the truth of the gospel. And we'll get into that in the next episode. But you have to really uh, admire here, and, and you have to notice that he has an audience that's primed and ready to hear whatever he has to say. Whatever this message is, he has a willing audience to receive this message. And it's a reminder to us that you, you never know who's primed and who, who's ready to hear and receive the gospel message. So our takeaway point today is what can you do in order to be better prepared to share the gospel when the opportunity arises? Thanks for listening to Epistle. You can find, follow, and give feedback on our Instagram page at E underscore Pistle. You can find all of the episodes for this podcast wherever you get your podcasts, and please feel free to share them with a friend. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.